Hello, and welcome to With a Grain of Salt. I'm Jenny. And I'm Cindy. We're two college undergrads still trying to navigate our way through life. Now that we've experienced a little more, we want to give you some of the advice we wish we could have heard along the way. We're no experts, though, so we want you to take everything we say with a grain of salt. Be your own person, and don't be afraid to question what we say. But we hope that we can still sprinkle in some of our own experiences to help guide your journey. Welcome back to With a Grain of Salt. In today's episode, Cindy and I will be talking about our experiences going to college during the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, it's definitely an unprecedented time. I know we've heard that phrase so many times, but it's just so true. Like our first year experience in college definitely does not look like everyone else's typical first year experience, but it's definitely had its ups and downs. And we're just going to talk a little more about it today. So Cindy and I, as Cindy's just said, we're both first years in college. I'm a first year at Pomona College, which is a small liberal arts school in Southern California. And Cindy is a first year at Georgia Tech, which is our in-state institution in Atlanta. Go Jackets. (laughs) (laughs) Go Sage Hens. (laughs) Sage Hens? That's the the mascot for Pomona? Yeah, our mascot is Cecil the Sage Hen. And we have very many different versions of Cecil. We have baby Cecil, we have angry Cecil, we have adult Cecil. We're very into Cecil. Is that like a chicken? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be exposed right now. A sage hen is a bird, I believe, that may burrow into the ground. I also am not sure if a sage hen actually exists because I remember when I got into Pomona that I looked up what a sage hen was and it auto-directed me to somewhere else. I would make fun of that for being an obscure mascot, but technically Georgia Tech's mascot is Ramblin' Wreck, like a Ford car instead of like a yellow jacket. Like the yellow jacket didn't come till later, so I guess our mascot's a car. So I guess it's not the weirdest thing out there, but also I literally have never heard of a sage hen before today. Yeah, well, you know what? He's cute. We vibe with Cecil. Cecil will make appearances in our Zoom sometimes. So I guess that's a good little transition into our experiences on Zoom University. Normally in college, people have classes face-to-face, you know, in person, in-class discussions and the whole shebang. But no, for Cindy and I, our college experiences have been on Zoom. So Pomona College, because it's in Southern California, specifically L.A. County, Pomona College made the decision to be completely virtual for the fall semester and for the rest of the spring semester as well. Even though Pomona College was virtual and I did not have the traditional first year experience, I was super lucky that I got to live with two roommates during the fall semester in Atlanta. Mine is definitely a little bit different from Jenny's, even though we both had remote classes because I still got the opportunity to go on campus. Because of that, I still had some opportunity to see people face to face. Definitely not nearly as often as you would just in a regular college situation, but more so than being remote from home. I think that even though we didn't get to have the traditional first year experience, we've definitely still had a lot of positives with our college experiences so far. Granted, we don't really know what we're missing out on since we are first years, but I currently still have a pretty positive opinion of Pomona College and just college in general, despite everything being virtual and remote. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely feel that. Like I thought when I came home from winter break, I was going to be like, wow, back home, like thank goodness. But honestly, I really do miss GT. I'm like, wow, I kind of miss being able to just 
go to my friend's dorm and watch TV for like five hours straight or making like weird microwave food that tastes like mediocre because the dining hall food is just not amazing. But you know, I'm definitely getting that first year experience with the dorms and the dining hall food. It does make the college experience feel a little bit more real. I love that for you. For me, on the other hand, I feel like I kind of just skipped a step into just moving out with two people. I think that I was definitely still like a college student and that my parents still gave me a monthly allowance and everything and still supported my living costs. But having to cook for yourself and take care of yourself without a college or any adult really looking out for you was definitely a transition, but I think a really necessary one and a really fun one. That's one thing Jenny's completely missing out on for her first year experience is the dining hall food. I wish I had a kitchen that I had access to. I mean, technically, my room is right across from the kitchen, but it's like a public kitchen. So there's only like so much I can really be doing in there. You know, it's not my own kitchen with my own fridge and like ingredients and stuff. I really miss being able to just make my own food because I go to the dining hall and I can't find like a single vegetable there. And if I do, it's literally like boiled without any seasoning. My body is just malnourished. Coming home, I'm like, wow, nutrients. So nice. So that's one thing that I'm very appreciative of coming home. But other than that, you know, still love GT Go Jackets, but the dining hall food could use some work. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think it's interesting that you think that me not having a dining hall is a positive thing because I was actually thinking that I really wish I had a dining hall, like having to cook for myself for all three meals. That was kind of a big transition because I'm used to my family cooking together and us having all of our meals together and it would be predominantly my mom doing the cooking. So then me having to do all the cooking by myself, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't the most nutritious thing either because a lot of the time what happens is you'll just cook the most convenient thing and sometimes that'll be a frozen pizza or you'll just make some pasta. And then even though classes were online, I would still be almost late to classes because I would spend time like cooking beforehand, just like rush onto Zoom with like pasta still in my mouth. I guess it just really depends on the college because I know a lot of universities have really, really good dining hall food. GT is just not one of them. But actually what's funny is, so for Thanksgiving, one of the main dining halls had a Thanksgiving feast where they had all this food cooked for us. So it was like, turkey ham like grilled cheese sandwiches squash soup they had this whole like set of pastries and like a cider station like they had the whole thing going and everything was actually so good but I was like they just did themselves so dirty because they proved that they can make good food so where is this like literally every single other day of the week I just want to know GT like where's that Thanksgiving food every other day but you know what I'm just appreciative that we at least got it once so it was pretty good oh okay expose (laughs) them Cindy I don't know, but if you're ever at GT, the Thanksgiving meal is where it's at. Other than that, good luck. Speaking of Thanksgiving, let's talk about what it's like to create a community at our individual colleges. Because I know that being online and being on campus, like our two different experiences with making friends. So I don't know if I'm the best person to like speak on making new friends on campus just because I haven't done the greatest job of reaching out to people outside of who I kind of already previously knew. My predominant friend group at Tech is all people from my high school, but it's just people that I didn't really talk to until I got to college. And honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it definitely still keeps me in that bubble of like my high school or like kind of just in the loop with everything. So I'm like at this weird intersection of I'm in college, but like I'm still stuck to all my high school friends. But Also, I wasn't really friends with them in high school school I became friends with them in college but like we all have mutual friends that went to the same high school so it feels like I'm like branching out of my community but at the same time like staying super tight within it which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing but I've really enjoyed myself so far 
I mean, good friends are good friends regardless of whether or not you knew them in high school. As long as you guys are good friends and love each other, I feel like you can't really ask for much more. Jenny is speaking facts. (laughs) But also, I know Greek life at Georgia Tech is a thing. So have you ever thought about joining Greek life or rushing? I definitely considered it at the beginning. The whole idea of like virtual rush really confused me because I just never really understood Greek life to begin with. I know there's some girls at my high school who literally knew every sorority, knew the kinds of personalities in them, knew their relationships with different frats and stuff. I just didn't know any of that. I was always kind of intrigued by the idea of it because I was like, oh, it looks fun to put on like cute little costumes and do like big little reveals and go to these mixers and stuff. But especially with Corona, a lot of people were saying that you're paying a lot of money just to do all this virtual stuff. And I wasn't really super dead set on it to begin with so maybe in the future like I haven't completely gotten rid of the idea of it in my head but just for right now I'm kind of just like yeah I can make friends other ways until it's a little safer to engage in those activities does Pomona have any Greek life Mm, no I don't think Pomona has Greek life or at least if Pomona College does have Greek life it's not a big thing at all so I'm going to assume that even if it does exist it's an extremely small organization. I think in general at Pomona College, a lot of people just put themselves more into clubs that fit their interests rather than Greek life. What have your clubs been like anyways? Because I know all mine are virtual. Actually, I've had a few in-person things, but for the most part, most things have either been like socially distanced or virtual. I can tell they're trying their best to like engage people, but it's definitely hard right now to do it remotely. Yeah, so since nobody's on campus, all of our clubs are virtual. The way that they introduced students to clubs, I think, was new this year. They had a platform where each day from like Tuesday to Thursday during a specific week in September, they had club members just have open webinars, basically, for people to jump in and out of to hear introductions about their clubs. So then for those three days, I would just pop in and out of these club information sessions, and you would just give them your information, your email, your name. If the club was active, they would send you emails. So far, I am currently a part of one or at least I'm an active member of one specific club. Pomona College is a part of a consortium. So one of our, I guess you could call sister colleges, is Pitzer College. And one of the clubs at Pitzer College is a sustainable fashion magazine called PZ Threads. So I joined that club in September and have become a part of the graphic design team. And that's currently my only club membership at Pomona College. (laughs) Honestly, I don't think there's a huge need to be joining a ton of clubs right now. I feel like people feel so much pressure to join so many organizations and be like, I had to put all this on my resume, but I'm like, just find something you're passionate about. Join one or two clubs and get really involved in those and maybe climb the ladder up those clubs. Honestly, I don't know when this turned into like a little advice session, but I just feel like I've seen so many people put themselves through the process of being like, I need to join 20 clubs. And I'm like, why do you need to do that? So yeah, I definitely feel the same. I'm only part of two clubs as well right now. I'm a part of GT's marketing association just because I'm thinking of going into a marketing concentration with my business major. So I guess that's just kind of a given. And then I'm also part of Chinese Student Association. And that club has actually been doing some in-person stuff. Like we had for Lunar New Year, a mooncake festival kind of event, but we had to do it like socially distanced, but they gave us little mooncakes and we could just go find somewhere to like watch the moon and eat them with a couple of friends. I appreciate the effort to keep people engaged, even if we can't do these giant group activities. Oh, I love that. Actually, that just reminded me. I'm also a part of, I wouldn't say a club, but a mentorship program. Pomona College has an Asian American mentorship program. 
And I am so thankful that I signed up because it gave me one of my closest friends in college. And even though college has been virtual, this Asian American mentorship program has allowed me to meet people and become close to them. And I am so thankful for that. Oh, that makes me really happy that you've been able to be close with people, even though it's just through Zoom. Also, Jenny has had so much more experience on Zoom than I have, just because for my classes, everyone just turns off their camera and mutes their mic and listens to the teacher lecture. Or I guess I shouldn't say teacher, professor, we're in college now. (laughs) But it's definitely a different experience because Jenny was telling me that she does a lot more class discussion-based things. And for us, we just listen to lecture. So class is not a social thing for us at all. Because of that, I also haven't had to speak a lot on Zoom. And so when I do have to do these breaks, out rooms or interviews on Zoom, I have so much trouble navigating like when it's my turn to speak or like nonverbal cues. I don't know. I'm just like not as used to that because I'm used to being able to speak to people in person, obviously, as most of us are, but I haven't had the Zoom experience to really get used to presenting myself on there. How's that been for you? Do you get more used to it or is it just always like kind of awkward? I mean, I think the whole, is it my turn to talk, never goes away because it's really hard to tell on Zoom. Like unless someone's light has come up on Zoom indicating that they're talking in all of my classes, like people have accidentally talked over each other because you just can't tell. You don't have any cues from anybody. To my surprise, I think Zoom University was a pretty pleasant experience. I took four classes in the fall semester of my first year. I would say except for one of them, all of them were synchronous and all of them were discussion-based. Every single class, we would be put into breakout rooms to either do problems together or to discuss ideas together. That definitely gave me a lot of practice talking on Zoom. Honestly, I don't think it's that different than talking to someone face-to-face. I think it's a little bit more awkward when you have awkward silences on Zoom, but I think as long as you put in the effort to talk to someone and they reciprocate it, it's really similar to talking to someone face-to-face. That's so funny because for all my breakout rooms, the awkward silences are like crazy. No one turns on their camera still, and then people will maybe turn on their mic to be like, all right, who's going to do question number six? And then you wait like 15 seconds and it's just like silent. And then someone will finally be like, um, I guess I can do it. And then everyone goes back to like muting their mics. So that's how my breakout room experience has been. Definitely not nearly as social or interactive as Jenny's probably have been. I've definitely had that experience as well in some of my breakout groups. That's why I say that having a person reciprocate your willingness to talk to each other is really important online. If you're listening to this and your school is doing some sort of hybrid learning or if you're virtual and you're just meeting someone online, I think it's really important for you to put in the effort to reach out to that person and talk to them because that's been a really major part of why I think my classes on Zoom have been a more positive than negative experience. I think that's also a really big reason as to why I've been able to make close friends on Zoom. It's just really about putting yourself out there and forcing yourself to be a bit more outgoing because I will admit that I am more of a shy person, but being on Zoom and being in college, like I went into college thinking that I want to meet a lot of new people and I want to make new friends. So when you go in with that mindset, you have to put yourself out there. And I think that's a big reason for my positive experience so far. 
I think that's awesome that people, especially at Pomona, I guess given the circumstances, will definitely put forth more effort to try and reciprocate that energy and reach out to people. But I also get why like GT people are so exhausted in their breakout rooms and just don't want to say anything. Or not even GT people, I guess just in general, remote learning for high school, middle school, college, literally anything. Because sometimes it's just so hard to maintain motivation. And I can vouch for this because half the time I would take my classes either from bed, I would just pull up my phone and I would end up falling asleep in it, which is literally the worst because sometimes the teacher doesn't end the meeting and you're the only one left there and you're like oh my goodness and you have to leave like an hour later or sometimes I would just like sit on my phone even though I know that's so horrible like I should be paying attention sometimes it's just so hard to focus and I know people can relate to this because I've seen so much stuff on social media about people being like I just can't focus in class I'm like honestly same but hopefully when we get the vaccine and it's successful to everyone we'll be able to have more in-person classes and that's definitely more engaging and forces me to focus so I am looking forward to that in the future I also definitely think that I get more tired more quickly on Zoom than I would in an in-person class. As you were talking, I also realized that maybe a reason why our class experiences on Zoom have been so different is the size of our classes. In my four classes, the largest class I had was probably my principles to macroeconomics class, and it was only, I believe, 22 students. So even my biggest class was extremely small, and Pomona College doesn't have those super large seminars or lectures that you have to attend in your first couple of years of college. So all of my classes were extremely intimate, and you knew everybody's names within the first few weeks, which I think is a big reason as to why we were all comfortable talking to each other on Zoom. If you asked me to name five of my classmates, that would probably take me a few minutes. I honestly do not remember anyone from any of my classes because I feel like my smallest class was probably about 30 people. And then it would go anywhere to like, I don't remember if it was like 100 or if it was like 80 or 60. It was just way more up there than 22 people being the biggest class. And so I feel like that also hindered people from talking because when you turn on your mic, you talk in front of the whole class, you're talking in front of like 60 people. And so if you mess up or I don't know, you just say something that you would regret saying in front of a big group of people, it gets scary. So you're like, let me just stay in the back. Or a lot of people will type it in the chat, which is kind of something that I did a lot. I was like, I don't want to speak in front of like 60 people. So I was like, let me just type my question in the chat instead. Yeah, that social anxiety is definitely real. If you're online and if you're in person, I imagine raising your hand in front of 200 people in a lecture hall is really intimidating. And that's also an experience that I guess both of us haven't really had is those giant lecture hall classes because in high school, my classes were like 30-ish people. So I'm not used to those giant classes where the teacher doesn't know every single one of your names. But I guess my first experience with that was on Zoom. I would say if you're not in college yet and you're considering colleges to apply to, definitely class sizes and the way classes are formatted should be a part of your consideration. Just to throw in a little college application tip there. We've been talking about classes a lot, but also that's only a small part of the whole college experience. I've definitely had to find new ways to have fun just because I know the typical first year college experience is probably a lot of partying, a lot of meeting new people, but right now that's obviously not safe. So we've had to be a little creative with things. So personally for me, that includes a lot of going to my two other friends room and watching TV, or maybe we'll like cook pasta together or go on like a 30 minute walk to go get bubble tea or like explore the city together. So my experience, as I've already alluded to, has been extremely different than Cindy's. My living situation is also a new thing that's come about during this pandemic. A lot of people have formed living situations very similar to mine where they'll find roommates that go to the same college and they'll live together with them in a house or in an apartment to try to get that dorm life experience. And that's what I did as well. 
So this fall semester, I was really lucky to find two roommates to live with. One of them went to my college. The other one went to one of those kind of sister colleges that I mentioned earlier, Pitzer College. So the three of us moved in together in Atlanta. So when I was living with my roommates, the ways that we would have fun, honestly, class really consumed a lot of our time. The first couple of weeks when we were living together and we had started college, it felt like we were really just hit in the face with so much classwork, especially coming out of quarantine life and pandemic when we were seniors in high school. So our workload had already gone down a ton. So then going into college, Pomona College specifically, I think our classes just had a lot more work than we were anticipating. We just jumped right back into classwork and that took up a lot of our time. When we weren't doing homework, though, we found our fun in just finding a TV show to bond over together. Throughout the fall semester, we were watching, I believe, two shows specifically in the beginning. We watched a lot of Great British Bake Off. It's such a wholesome show, and it's definitely not a show that I thought the three of us would bond over. But it's so cute, and we love cheering for some of the competitors. Like, we would all have our favorites, and it was such a great time. But then on the whole other end of the spectrum of TV shows, one of the ones that we spent all semester watching together was BoJack Horseman, which is quite a lot more depressing than The Great British Baking Show. But it would be a sort of nightly tradition where we would try to watch an episode or two episodes of BoJack Horseman together, and it would just, like, create a bond. And also, since we were living together, we would cook together and eat meals together. That's so funny that those were your bonding activities because honestly they are very similar to what me and my friends did to have fun. Like I talked about earlier, we would watch a lot of TV together and we literally also had two TV shows that we bond over and one of them was Great British Bake Off and we did the exact same thing where we'd have our favorites and we'd be like, yes, like, oh my gosh, they moved on. Or they're like, no, why did they cut her? Why did they cut her? But then our other one that we would always watch was American Horror Story, which I recently got into. I've just been really getting into the whole thriller genre and so watching American Horror Story at 3am with someone in the room, kind of a fun activity. Maybe Maybe it's not what college students are typically doing on a Friday night, but you know, it's fun for me. I think that we both definitely found our ways to create friendships and to have fun that don't involve going out and protects us and the safety of our community. I was actually really surprised when in my first semester of college, even though it was virtual, I learned so much from so many different people, whether they were from Pomona College or from one of the four other sister colleges Pomona College is in a consortium with. I think that Pomona College being in California and it being a small liberal arts school attracted so many different people with so many different interests and opinions and ideas. And it was so eye-opening because I was also in classes with international kids and I was also in classes with upperclassmen. I got to learn so much from so many of them, especially in my discussion-based classes. Like when you hear their opinions on certain topics, it was such an eye-opening experience. And even though it was on Zoom, I think it's an experience that I really cherish. In general, when you move on from high school to college, that environment change is just going to yield growth no matter what. Even if you're going to an in-state college, you're still opening yourself up to so many perspectives. And especially that switch from our area from where we are is kind of more of a conservative area versus moving to Atlanta, which is generally more liberal. That was definitely a shift that helped me grow a lot. And I think it was also very interesting to see different people's perspectives Overall, the transition from high school to college, especially when you're going through a worldwide pandemic, is definitely crazy, but we've definitely found ways to enjoy ourselves throughout it. Of course, 
if we could get back all those lives that were unnecessarily lost, I would do it in a heartbeat. But I think the growth that we have gained and the experiences that we've gotten are definitely valuable. And I don't think I regret any of it. I definitely don't regret any of it as well. I do wish that I could have been on campus for my first semester of college, but I definitely understand the situation that LA County and Pomona College and just the world was in. Given everything, my positive experiences with college so far are definitely surprising, but really appreciated. And I just want to say, if you take anything away from this episode, you should put yourself out there in college. College is the time for you to grow, for you to make new friends, to introduce yourself to new ideas. Put the effort to reach out to people because everybody is excited to meet new people in college. And it could be the reason that you make some of the best friends that you make in your life. I am a really strong believer of everything happens for a reason. This semester really reinforced that for both of us, because even though things might have not gone as expected, I think it really did work out for the best. I'm just very happy with how this first semester went, and I'm looking forward to a second one. Hopefully, it's going to be a little safer. We'll see how it goes. We'll keep you guys updated. But other than that, yeah, I think that about sums up our college experience so far. And we just want to thank you guys for listening to what we have to say, and we hope you can follow us in the future for some more episodes. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rate and review. You can also find us at With a Grain of Salt Podcast on Instagram for more updates and go to withagrainofsaltpodcast.com for show notes. If you have any questions, comments, topics you want us to talk about, or you just want to say hi, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram or email us at contact at withagrainofsaltpodcast.com. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. We're always down to have a conversation to help make our podcast better for you. But before you go, we want to remind you to take everything we say with a grain of salt because no one knows you better than you do. Stay awesome and we'll see you next time.